This podcast of the Model Health Show is presented to you by Sean Stevenson with Rare Gym Productions. For more information, visit the SeanStevensonModel.com. Welcome to the Model Health Show. This is fitness and nutrition expert Sean Stevenson here with my co-host and producer, the extraordinary Jade Rowe. What's up, Jade? <laughs> Hello, Sean. Look at you today. Got the red on. I'm feeling very festive. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Looking good. How you feeling? Festimino-mite. Festive? What in tarnation? What does that mean? Festive and dynamite. Boom. Goes the dynamite, baby. Smack those together. I love it. I love it. I love it. I do, too. Well, guess what we're talking about today? Uh-oh. We're talking about the so-called health care. Uh, we're going to be talking about health care. And, you know, it's a popular thing. Everybody's talking about it. Everybody's concerned. But yes. how does it actually apply to us? Mm-hmm. And as a matter of fact, we're not really going to be talking about health care because in our country, we're really operating with a disease care Whoa. system. Say it. All right. Managing disease. Mm-hmm. We're not really talking about health and vitality. Mm-hmm. Um, as a matter of fact, our system is set up in such a way that if you're actually vital, healthy <laughs> and fit, they can't make any money off of you. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about a multi, 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 multi billion dollar entity. Mm-hmm. You know, so we're really going to get into that. And we've got a special guest on. We're just going to blow our socks off and we're really going to talk about all the intricacies of the healthcare system and what it's actually missing. Great. All right. So we can upgrade our stuff. I'm ready. All right. And speaking of upgrade, mm-hmm. let's give a shout out to our show sponsor, PerfectSupplements.com. Hello, Perfect Supplements. And thank you. Thank you. <laughs> the industry leader for whole food supplementation. And just yesterday I had my um, perfect spirulina. I love that stuff. It's good stuff. It's the greenest thing ever. Right. You know, and you it's know this good for you. not easy being green. But the beautiful thing is it's got over 5,000 years of documented history as being a major, if not the number one protein source for cultures like the Aztecs. Mm-hmm. All right. So this was their main thing. And it's 71% protein by weight. Gotta love that. Highest source of protein of any food ever discovered. And not to mention, I've probably never said this before, it's very, very rich in a compound called zeaxanthin. Ooh, right? I love Z names. <laughs> <laughs> so this is in the carotenoid family, and it might just be the number one thing for improving your vision. And we've got it. Right? So it's really <laughs> magical stuff. Not love to mention um, the phycocyanin, which mm-hmm. has a lot of documented uh, uh, representation of being able to improve stem cell production, which yes. stem cells become anything you need. That's right. Right? Mm-hmm. So it's just some some really great stuff. And of course, I love the perfect coconut oil. Oh, yeah. Organic, extra virgin, no refined drama. That's all right? right. It's the good stuff. Coconut. Use it topically, internally. There's so many different uses for it. Yes. All it's just over. amazing. All yeah. over your body. <laughs> <laughs> so by you being a fan of the show, yeah. you get 10% off your entire purchase from perfectsupplements.com just enter the coupon code model 101 that's m-o-d-e-l 101 and you get 10 percent off because we love you and we do you know we do (laughs) (laughs) all right so let's go ahead and get into the show topic and bring on our special guest our guest today is pedram shojai and i love that say that again pedram shojai i usually don't read the bios but this guy is awesome this is some cool stuff so i'm gonna read the the bio Mm -hmm. Dr. Pedram Shojai is a renowned author, filmmaker, physician, lecturer, and world adventurer. He travels around the world working with amazing people in an effort to create a sustainable future for generations to come. Nice. He's an ordained Taoist priest, 
wow. and a Qigong master. You know, we've talked about Qigong yes. on the show. Who has taken vows to be of service and help humanity awaken its potential. Pedram is the founder and CEO of Well.org, an innovative online media platform designed to put cameras on the good guys and mm-hmm. tell their stories. Oh, yeah. Love it. We vote with our money. And the Well.org mission is to inspire people to support companies that are doing good work mm-hmm. on our planet. Pedram's passion shows in his books, movies, TV appearances, and regular web content. His latest movie, Vitality, is now out. All right. It just came out on October 29th, so definitely everybody check that out. So for sure, for welcome sure. to the show, Pedram. How are you doing today? Hey, you're doing great. Nice to be here. <laughs> well, this is going to be, I already know it. I already know it. Sometimes it's got that feeling we're going to have an awesome show. We already mentioned we've talked about Qigong here on the show before. Mm-hmm. We've talked about a lot of things I've heard you speaking about. But I want to know, and everybody else, just to, so they can get a little bit of background on you, what is your superhero origin story, man? I mean, how did you get interested <laughs> in this whole field and the level that you're doing it at in the first place? <laughs> Good question. You know, when I started, I started going into the world of medicine i you know I, very early on i realized that you know all i needed to do is get good grades and keep my parents off my back mm-hmm. and uh, so i just did that and then so you know when you get good grades everyone thinks you're going to be a doctor so as i started uh, kind of working my way down the the pre-med path I was just exposed to so many miserable people in the hospital setting as I was kind of interning over at UCLA. And these people just, I mean, there's, there was no vitality in their, in their eyes. I mean, they were just dead inside in a lot of ways. And I was sitting there thinking to myself, is this, is this the road I want to travel down the rest of my life? This sucks. And and the superhero power, I mean, from from very start was, man, you know, I grew up in that generation where we all wanted to be Jedis. I mean, we all believed we could, yeah. <laughs> you know. And, and uh, you know, when I first got into my first uh, Tai Chi class and started to feel Chi between my hands, I said, hey, hold up, stop the presses, there's something here. And uh, that changed my life. I mean, I, you know, I then became a, an adamant, uh, kind of dedicated student under a Kung Fu master, started doing about 30, 40 hours of Kung Fu, Tai Chi, Qi Gong, Bagua, Xing Yi, anything I could get my hands on every week. And uh, just, just doing that for, you know, well over 12 years, became a, a Taoist monk, studied with, you know, some of the best of the best, got to sit with the Dalai Lama and, uh, you know, just travel through India and Nepal and, and just did it. You know what I mean? I just, I just said, you know what, there's, uh, you know, I don't know if there's another life after this. I don't know. I don't know anything. All I do know is if this is my chance to live this life in this human body, I'm going to take it and, uh, you know, never look back. And uh, just kept just kept learning and studying with the best people I could, and having just amazing adventures, and swinging from vines in the Amazon, and 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 learning about medicine and spirituality, and and really what it means to to be an authentic human. Um, and uh, it's become you know it's become my life. Now I just <laughs> now I basically you know kind of do the same things, but take camera crews with me, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and and it's, and it's pretty fun. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, you have a a different form of doctorate that then a lot of people are aware of. Can you talk a little bit about that and what drove you down that path? Yeah, you know, as, as I started kind of getting disenchanted with the, the Western medical model, I mean, look, I, you know, I went straight into UCLA. I mean, I was a smart kid and you know, I just it stopped making sense to me. Uh, while I was doing kung fu and, and training, uh, you know, we, we'd get injured all the time, and we'd be throwing each other across the rooms and into walls and stuff. And so one one day, I hurt my arm a little bit. One of the guys kind of pulls me back and says, "Hey, let me handle this for you." Pulls out an acupuncture needle, puts it in my hand, and all of a sudden, boom! 
all the sensation came back, everything just, we just went back to normal. I said, oh, come on. He's like, no, really, you should check this stuff out. So I went and observed with him, uh, and literally within uh, an hour or two of observing with him, I had seen things that I could not explain, but I couldn't deny the fact that I had experienced them. You know, I saw people like a guy who just had a stroke with his face hanging down. Um, basically, this guy did some, some needling in his, his scalp, and you saw this guy's face just pick up, and you could saw his speech stopped slurring, and he, just, he, got, he got back to normal. And, and that's when I knew I knew I was hooked. So you know, I, I became a doctor of Oriental medicine, so an OMD, and studied. Uh, you know, I studied the Western side, studied the pharmacology, studied you know the, a lot of a lot of orthopedics at the time, and and you know, but then also had you know got a degree in herbalism, and uh, now I'm pretty much you know one of the guys that's out there banging the drum for for the Institute for Functional Medicine and ACAM and a lot of these kind of integrative medicine platforms. And, and those guys have really embraced our movie Vitality. And, yeah. you, know, I, you know, I'm friends with Mark Hyman and all these all, kind of all, the, all the, the head docs that are out there pushing this model for new medicine. And it's, you know, it's, it's lifestyle medicine. You know, this, the, the broken medical system is garbage because all these guys, you know, are sitting there debating, you know, they're not debating health care. They're deba- debating health care finance reform. Right. right. And who pays the bills on, you know, us all being sick and not being able to figure out how to get healthy isn't really the problem. The problem is why we're getting unhealthy in the first place. And that's when I said, you know what, it's time to make movies. It's time to it's time to get out there and, and, and teach people what's really up. Yes. yes. Wow. That is wonderful. You know, that's the thing, too. We, we live in such an interesting time where we can create a platform like this and just hit the masses with amazing films like the one that you put together. And I guess this leads to a great place because um, coming from the the paradigm of oriental medicine, there's a different outlook on healthcare in and of itself. So let's talk a little bit about that, the difference between um, the sick care system and the healthcare system. Yeah, you know, there's actually a segment in the in the movie where um, my, my kung fu master of all people, you know, saying this. You know, he's a guy who's you know dedicated his life to 50 years in, in the martial arts right now, and he talks about the ancient Chinese system where, you know, in the old days, it, the doctor got paid to keep you healthy. And if you got sick, the money stopped, right? I mean, the, what's, it, any, any, you know, any technician can figure out, you know, what bacteria has infected a person and prescribe amoxicillin or something like that. I mean, that's not really sophisticated medicine. The real essence of medicine is keeping people alive, healthy, and vibrantly alive and enhancing their vitality so that they have the energy to do all the things that they dream and aspire to in their life, not just waiting for their next illness to come and then hit them again with a bunch of drugs and surgeries and interventions like steroids. And so, I mean, the entire thinking has been changed. Uh, and, and that being said, I, I'd like to preface it by saying a lot of the the oriental medical schools in the West, and a lot of them coming from China, have changed too and, and really kind of succumbed uh, to this other form of thinking and are treating, are still doing this kind of pill for an ill or, oh, well, if you have a headache, take this supplement. And so they've, they've kind of trans, transformed uh, the, the pharmaceutical model into a healthy pharmaceutical model. And, and I still think that's wrong. I mean, right. the question is, why are you getting the headaches? Right, and and what can we do? To, what can we do to avoid that? And that's that's really the sophistication of the medicine um, that that we look at. That's really the sophistication of understanding, you know, the the the, the plight of humanity, the human condition, and, and what disease teaches us, and how we can interface with life so that you know pain isn't constantly smacking us in the forehead, saying, "Hey, you need to stop and take a look at this." Question is, why do why do we not stop and take a look at it? Right, <laughs> and exactly. why, you know, learn. 
Exactly. Well, that kind of creates the question that I would ask in drawing from your origin story. Why aren't we asking those questions? We've got talented, studied, skilled people that I'm sure have big, gigantic hearts and care for folks. I mean, we go overseas. We have hospitals without walls, but we're not asking those questions. How did you notice that so early on that that wasn't quite right? And how were you able to make that your standard for good? Uh, That's a great question. You know, the core of all of it was when you sit in clinical practice and you finally, you, you understand where these disease processes are coming from and you've kind of broken out of that, the cobwebbed old kind of, uh, you know, really corrupted model of, of the, the traditional medicine that's happening here in the country where the pharmaceutical companies have taken over the medical education and the insurance companies are basically, you know, just kind of hanging around getting fat in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, when you step out of that model, all of a sudden you realize that you're having the same conversation over and over again with, with all kinds of different patients. It has to do with how they eat. Mm-hmm. has to do with exercise. It has to do with getting sleep. It has to do with stress management. It has to do with just basic hygiene and avoiding you know, environmental toxins and all the kind of garbage that we're exposed to all the time. And then you get to the point when you know, you've had that conversation 20,000 times where you say, you know, I've got to stop repeating myself. <laughs> Maybe I should just put, a, sure. put this on camera. Right? And, and you realize that then you kind of get out there and you start looking around realizing that there's you know, so many other powerful players starting to make the same argument. And, and you start looking at the, the, the data that's coming through from all these doctors and, you know, just in our own clinics and stuff and, and just seeing how people are getting so much better in really short order and all these sort of like complicated symptomology of, you know, they come up with rheumatoid arthritis and fibromyalgia and headaches Mm -hmm. and my back hurts Mm -hmm. and my knees crack and all this kind of crap. And then you, and then you basically just change around their diet. You, You change around the way they live and all of it goes away, right? There's like 15 medications that they've been on that they no longer need. And so then, they, you know, we, we have them, we either work with their primary doctor, or, you know, one of our doctors is working with them to, to basically kind of start coming off of these medications slowly and, and, and in a responsible way. All of a sudden, you see that they get their lives back. And it's not just a, it's not just an absence of symptoms. Right. You see mm-hmm. the light in their eyes come back. You see the sparkle. You see their spirit. You see them want to do things like take adventures and, and, and read books and learn new things. All the things that that is really our, our birthright starts to That's come right. back when the health to, of the system, the vitality of the system, starts to emerge from within. Yeah. And, yeah. and that, to me, is, is really, you know, our gift to humanity, our gift back, is like just reminding them of where health comes from. It's an inside game. Exactly. I 1 billion percent agree with that. You yeah. know, this stuff is not even that complicated. How is it working then? How is it that that can be so sustainable? I would have to say that the answer to that is actually kind of simple and sad. Mm-hmm. Um, it, and it really has to do with, you know, the question of saying, you know what, just follow the money. Follow the money and you'll know. They spend tens of billions of dollars getting in front of you on TV every single year. And what happens there is that, you know, I I always say I'm not smart enough to watch TV, right? Like if I sit there, I can come home after a a long, hard day and I'm tired and I plop down in front of the television. 
I'm going to, you know, some commercial is going to convince me that I need some, you know, truck or something to like be more of a man. And, and, and it's just nonsense, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it's this, this understanding of the human psyche and understanding the, 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 the subconscious imprinting that needs to go in there. So you're sitting there watching TV and there's this like butterfly, you know, cruising around and there's these happy people holding hands and skipping their way through a field. And, and at the end, all it says is, you know, Lunesta or Ativan or whatever the heck they're selling subconsciously you start to think that you need that to feel to, to, to feel that way to, to, to have that image of, of life cruising around in nature and having fun with your spouse um, and, and you need that in your life and right and so there's a lot of neuroscience that goes into this stuff there's a lot of thinking that's gone into kind of enslaving the minds of men and and it's dark you know what I mean and, and you could go back to how the you know the, the the food system works and how Monsanto does their stuff and how the pharmaceuticals work with that and it's just it's kind of like passing the passing the people around uh, and making money on them on every turn and so you know the reason why people are so lost is because there's been a very concentrated effort to get them stuck on the pills potions and lotions that they keep paying for because they think they need because they've been separated from the earth from the land from from good food from organic produce from getting outside. And, and, and being in community and being with each other and all the things that that help us be more human and help us be more vital. Yes. Right. So that's it's kind of a long answer to a short question, it's but I, you know, I've definitely answer. got opinions on that. It's <laughs> one that will last me a lifetime. I so value what you just said, and it really resonates in my spirit. Yeah, you just said it too. Of course, the the big thing here is um, getting back to being human, you know, and being the greatest version of a human that you can be, and the, the recipe for that, like I just said a, a few minutes ago, is that it's just it's not that complicated. But the, the medical paradigm has created a system to overcomplicate things so that you think you can't even do it. You can't take care of yourself. You need, Amen. You need Mr., Mr. White Coat to be able to tell you exactly what you need to do to fix yourself. And a lot of people, and this is a, something I want to uh, really touch on, is that a lot of people don't realize that this form of disease treatment this medical paradigm that we're living in is a relatively new invention. It's only been the past few decades, really, that has been dominating our culture. And for everybody to understand that we're taking in things into our body, be it a vaccine, be it a prescribed drug, lisinopril, which is derived from the venom of a a viper or metformin or whatever the case it may be, these things are created in a laboratory. These things have never been uh, exposed to the human body in our entire evolution. So we're talking about millions of years versus a couple decades. Mm-hmm. They're going to have problems with these things. You're going to treat symptom A and you're going to cause symptom B, C, and D. Say it, yeah. You know, yeah. and a lot of people don't really realize that. And they end up mm-hmm. taking another drug to treat this symptom and another drug to treat that symptom. And before you know it, you've got a cabinet full of stuff. Yeah. It's a great business model. There's a lot of ways. You know, this, this country started, in, you know, under some very dark auspices with slavery and, and, and kind of just this dark scar that, that, that kind of, you know, has infected the way, you know, our, our culture has been healing and all this. But I put it to you that between, you know, the, the financial system and the medical system, there's all kinds of slavery still happening uh, in this day and age. We're, we're slaves to these drugs that then give us side effects that we need other drugs for, and, it's, and it takes away your freedom. It, it takes away your personal power, right? And if you're spending more money than you're making and you're putting things on credit cards and you're a slave to the financial system and, you know, you're, you're, you're a wage slave in a lot of ways. And so there's, I, I think that there's a lot to be wow. said for that. 
and 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 there's there's some real power in in people waking up and realizing that the liberation starts with health because if you don't have your health then what do you got exactly yes. exactly yes and this is where I want the conversation to go today because I want people to get some big insights to understand that they can in fact change their health they can change their body they can change the way they feel mm-hmm. you know almost instantly by employing some of these I mean these are laws of life you know we need to eat real food yeah. we need movement life is movement it's mm-hmm. the very definition of it we need to drink real clean water and we need to have some space personally some internal spiritual space to be able to adapt to all the stressors that we have in our world today. Mm-hmm. So let's move the conversation there. Um, we already know we, we've got a broken disease care system, but how do you feel it can be improved? What are some of the things? Um, you know, the, the, the first thing is uh, this, you know, if I were to walk into a taco shop and, you know, order some food and then give them a card that says, oh, these guys are going to pay you maybe later once they've, you know, verified whether, you're, you know, they like your lettuce. The, the guy would pull the taco back and be like, dude, you're not eating, right? right. And, and so this third-party payer system in medicine, it's a real joke. So, you know, I'm a big advocate of, uh, you know, pay-as-you-go and just have emergency-only care. Like, look, if you get hit by a bus, you know, the ER is exactly where you need to be. Right. But when it comes to the day to day stuff, um, a lot of doctors now are starting to just take uh, cash at discounted rates and understanding that they don't have to charge quadruple because, you know, 80 percent of, you know, their, the money that they charge the insurance, they got to go, you know, hustle down and, 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 you know, work on, you know, all the write offs and all the money that they have to lose because the insurance just doesn't feel like paying them and they choke them out. So, you know, one of the things I would say is look at. Uh, going to your doctor and saying, hey, what's your cash rate? If I were to just say, look, I just want to come in here, you tell me what I got to do uh, to stay healthy and let's do it that way, that, that, that's an option, right? And then what needs to happen is the, the reason why the, medica- the medical system in general is so burdened is because of the lifestyle diseases. So as we start controlling our blood sugar, we start controlling our blood pressure. We start controlling our heart disease. We start controlling all these things with lifestyle parameters that we teach in the Vitality movie that we teach through Well.org. This is the stuff that it's, it's simple stuff, but we teach it in a simple way because people start to change themselves. They start getting better. All of a sudden, health care doesn't cost them as much. And when that starts happening, then you have more money liberated to buy stuff that's healthier. You have more money to, like, you know, get the bike for your kid or do all the things that you, you want to do in life uh, because, you know, let's face it, you know, I, you know, I think we could all agree that the number one stressor in, in our lives is money, right? Yeah. And so if you got the money flying out the door because the doctor said you need this pill and it's got, you know, a $300 copay every month, then that's adding to your money stress. But then every time you sit down at Carl's Jr., you pull through the Arby's, you know, drive through, and you just want to grab a quick bite to eat, you're adding fuel to that fire. So, you know, for me, the, the, the core of this, and, you know, I've been, I've been around the healthcare argument for so long that, you know, what happens is the, you have to start going bigger and bigger in where you're looking. And so for me, it really boils down to lo- local organic farming, supporting your local organic, you know, CSAs or whatever it is that you have in your community, getting good, clean food, preparing it at home with the family, and getting all the garbage out of your life. And immediately you start to see the health benefits. Immediately you start feeling better. Immediately you need to spend less money on the broken healthcare system. And you start waking up and getting out of the slavery model. 
right? And, and to me, that, that's where I've seen tremendous improvement in people's lives in a very real way. Instead of saying, well, let's go to Washington and knock on their doors and get a lobbyist, forget about it. Those guys are all corrupt. That thing is just, that, you know, it's, I, I, I don't have time for that. Right, but I but what I can do is help people every single day in their lives wake up and get healthy and feel vitality again, and those people then become kind of emissaries for that in their own communities and become beacons of light, and then the light starts growing and and kind of you know shaking out all the cobwebs of this this ridiculous system that's bringing down our country. Wow, I think it's so interesting. Earlier on, when you said that the ancient Chinese medical system was built on a premise of you pay the doctor when you're well. Right. Right. And you don't pay the doctor when you get sick. Where our paradigm here, we're living in a a situation where they get money when you are sick. Mm -hmm. All right. So they have a vested interest in you being a sick commodity. You know, you're a commodity. And there's a lot of money to be made in the farming of sick people. Mm -hmm. What I'm hearing you say and what we know here on the show and what the fans of the show know is that the ideal way of getting out of that system is to be well in the first place. Mm -hmm. Take that model. If you're not sick and unfit in the first place, you're not going to need to spend a lot of money trying to buy medication, Mm -hmm. trying to fix problems. How about we just avoid that whole paradigm in the first place? Well, the exciting news is that you can turn around and really adapt that mo- that model we were just talking about. So why don't I pay my organic farmer mm-hmm. or pay my grocer or pay wherever I can get the good things that mm-hmm. keep me well? Right. I'm paying you guys to keep me well, and I want you to stay in business to do so. That's a great way to change it. Yeah. Bingo. That's it, sister. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's it. That's it. Uh, like, uh, like right on the head is vote with your money. Give your money to the good guys, the people that are supporting your health, your family, your life, your vitality. And, yeah. and I, I want to make a quick point here is to say that I don't, I don't want to demonize the doctors because what happened is a lot of the doctors got into this to help people. And they, they were so busy helping people that they didn't realize that the industry got usurped behind their backs. Mm-hmm. And so most doctors right now don't want to be doctors anymore. They're stuck in their profession. You got you know a huge brain drain of kids that just don't want to be doctors anymore because it sucks. Mm-hmm. And what's happening is one of the most noble altruistic professions in, in history has been compromised because the the drug companies and the insurance companies came in and saw the money and came in and parasitically created this mess. Mm-hmm. And so a good doctor all they want is for you to be healthy and well and better. They don't want to be dealing with managing diabetes all day and you know having to cut off body parts because you didn't listen and you know yeah. no, no one wants that. And there, you know if there are a few people out there that do want that then look there's you know there's crooks in every industry. Yeah. Right? But I think you know the doctors got the doctors got screwed into this model too. Mm-hmm. And so what we're trying to do is create a model where we incentivize the doctors to keep their patients well right. and yes. and also you know find ways to monetize and support their families and and make a good living so that you know we we change it and it's a win-win for everybody and and the parasites that are that are you know ruining the system can go away yeah right or change they became enslaved too yeah we've we've talked about this on the show become enslaved too our our medical professions in this professionals in this country are some of the brightest people in the world you know but you take really smart people and you teach them the wrong thing right you're going to have people that, that yeah. are very good at doing the, the wrong, wrong thing. thing. <laughs> you know? yeah. mm. And mm. there's a difference. There's a stark difference between doing the right thing and doing a thing right. Mm-hmm. You know, so they're doing a thing mm-hmm. right, which is what they were taught to do. And in, in for as far as treatment. And like you said, the people, the, the medical professionals that are, you know, 
leeching the system and doing the do-wrongers, you know, that's in the minority. Most of these guys are just incredible people and they want to help. But we have to understand that they're so busy now trying to uh, ensure their own lives Mm -hmm. that they're not able to look through the research. They're not able to find out how do I keep my patient well. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we have to be proactive at this ourselves and even if we can, be graceful enough to help to educate our doctors as well. How about that? How about yeah. that? Amen. You know, and we have. With your experience in Qigong and hanging out with Taoist monks and all this amazing stuff. I mean, this stuff, th- these are things that are on my bucket list, right? Right, right, right. So, just because we're talking to them, we're getting that little spillage, I'm sure. Right. <laughs> I'm like, that cool. I talked to the guy that talked to the guy that talked to the guy. <laughs> I feel very empowered. <laughs> I've got the Dalai Lama. I've got the Dalai Lama on my Twitter on your, now. Yeah. And um, his book, um, The Art of Happiness, is on my iPod. Mm-hmm. And so why is this important today with all the stress that we have going on to to cultivate this energy, to find that space, to find that quiet, that peace? And what are some ways about going to, to create that for ourselves? You know what? This is, this is really where my passion lies. Is there, There's all this research coming out now that's showing that, you know, the reason why people are getting sick is because they're not exposed to darkness long enough. There's noise pollution. There's light pollution. There's all kinds of stressors, right? If you think about what we need in life, it's food, water, shelter, right? Love. Everything else, all these things that we want are, are abstractions, right? And so we get so flustered about these, these wants and all these things that don't necessarily pertain to us, uh, but still hit us on our survival circuitry, that what's happening is our systems are getting just completely overwhelmed, and the stress is, is shifting the way we see our reality so that it's always some sort of crisis. There's always like, oh, my God, did you see what happened in the paper today, mm-hmm. right? And, and that is a real challenge for our nervous system because as we evolved, our nervous system was designed to get us in and out of situations that would threaten our lives. Right. And so, you know, you opening up your Verizon bill and seeing that your kid, you know, texted 300,000 times last month and it's going to cost you 500 extra bucks, um, that sets off the same circuitry in your your body that would be set off if a lion was chasing you. But then, you know, you, you get you get away from that lion, you fall on the ground, you start panting and you're like, Woo, thank God for you know, thank God for that. Let's get let's eat. Right? But but you open up that you open up that Verizon bill, right? And all day all day you're in a foul mood. You can't figure out why you can't shake it. That's awesome. Great. Perfect analogy. You know, what's funny is I actually did this for our second movie. We went to Africa, and I I did a a big game tracking course learning how to coexist with the lions and the buffalo and just all these, like, amazing animals in the African bush and just walking alongside them, you know, knowing how to navigate so you don't get eaten and um, just really studying the human stress response and really understanding how we have adapted to stress and what real stress means and how... The silence is where all the information comes, right? And so to, to, to your question uh, is, I think, I think it's a very important one, is, you know, I went into the, the, the Taoism, the meditation stuff, because I really found a profound sense of peace in my breath. I really found that when you catch your breath and, and, and understand the nature of your mind, you get into the really, the really important question, which is, who am I? 
And who just asked that question, right? And really digging and getting into the, the introspective nature of the things that, that set off all of our world religions and, and helped us, you know, find God or find Tao or find peace or whatever word you want to use for that. And, and one of the things, one of the things that we talk about in the Vitality movie that I think is really important is in the West, we've separated the, the mind, body, and spirit, right? You go to your doctor for your physical ailments and you t- start talking about something heavy, they're like, you know what, you need to go see a therapist or right. you need to go see a priest, right? And, and those things have been separated out and, and, and kind of fragmented in a way where we can't be whole, whereas in, in the Eastern traditions, mind, body, spirit are all part of a continuum called health, and your vitality is predicated on your mind, your body, and your spirit all being in harmony and all kind of being healthy, right? So if you're not spiritually healthy, if you're not psychologically healthy, if you don't have like your goals set and your priorities kind of checked so that you, you know, really appreciate the finer things and and the smaller things in life, really, then, then you're never going to be healthy in any way because your mind is always getting you to suffer over something that that's really unreal, you know, and abstract. And, and to me, that, that's, that's really profound in, in a way that, that you, know, you start changing the way people think, all of a sudden their health gets much better, mm-hmm. right? Because they're wound up thinking about things that don't matter. Right. Wow. Yes. For myself personally, I mean, this really is an important conversation and I've looked for spots on this show to, to discuss this. Matter of fact, we're going to do a whole show dedicated to this as Jay's looking at me right now with her eyes teared up. Yeah. And um, it's this realization that I went through personally in my own healing journey, which was getting back connected to who I am, you know, because in this world, we're really stressed and pushed to be outside of ourselves all the time. We're human doings instead of human beings, right? And (laughs) one of the things that really changed me, and I'm the person that I'm sitting here now, and for some weird twist of fate, you know, I went from being this self-obsessed person who wasn't really impacting anybody's life except my family to literally tens of thousands of people have had their health impacted by me. And why I'm sitting here today is because of meditation, you know? Mm-hmm. So that practice of being still and sitting and listening instead of constantly talking in my head or even, you know, listening to what's going on in my head. You know, there's so many different routes to this path, but the important thing was creating that space because it's always there. And then me being a man and with my man brain, I'm like, what is, why is this work? I don't know. And then starting to understand while just taking that conscious deep breath, your, your blood is getting more alkaline than any fancy supplement that you can take, right? We're shifting over. And that's what I, uh, if you can talk a little bit about this, the, the sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system, what's happening there when we just have a conscious breath? Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things that we found, and, you know, I'm, I'm with you on the man-brain thing, right? Like, I went and did the, the Taoist monk thing and studied and traveled the Himalayas and did all that. But then I came back and, and, and opened a brain lab and, and started bringing in meditators and looking at what's happening in their brains, what's happening in their bodies, and trying to really figure out and substantiate how this stuff works, right? Because I want to know, right? You know, I want, I want to know how things work. And, and so one of the things that has become very clear in the literature now is that when you do deep belly breathing, when you do lower diaphragmatic breathing, 
it triggers a shift to your parasympathetic nervous system. And now, just for people to understand, there's the sympathetic and parasympathetic. Sympathetic is that fight or flight, you know, get in or get out of a situation, you know, the, 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 you know what we talked about, the Verizon bill and the lion kind right. of thing, right? The parasympathetic is nourishing your organs, helping you, you know, make love. You know, sympathetic is, is like the, the quick fornication, but the parasympathetic is the making love. It's the tantra. It's the real stuff. It's the stuff the girls want from us, right? <laughs> <laughs> hang out, yeah. hang out and court me, right? Like, yes, sir. Yep. <laughs> and, and, and so that's the stuff that, that's the stuff that heals your organs. It's the stuff that nourishes your consciousness. It's the stuff that, that really makes us human. It's the stuff that lets the blood flow to the prefrontal cortex and, and help us be making higher moral judgment, higher moral reasoning, the stuff that separates us from the monkeys, really, right? And so we found that it's very simple. You take 10 deep breaths down to your lower abdomen. That lower diaphragmatic breathing triggers the parasympathetic system to, to take over. Now, this is a binary system. Either you're, you're running parasympathetic or sympathetic, so it's on or off. Right. So what's it going to be, right? Are you going to be in, in war all the time? It's like you see this with our PTSD and our, our, our poor troops that are coming back from Afghanistan and all these places, is they can't get out of that hyper-alert state because, like, you know, you know something's going to blow up right next to them and they're afraid that, you know, that car is going to have a bomb in it. And it's just what a horrible way to be, right? But if you think about it, we're all that way in some way, right? Like when the phone rings, you're like, oh, this better not be bad news. You know, and, and right. we, we get wound up in that way and our, and our culture is so set up that way that we don't stand a chance without the meditation, right? We need to pop in the clutch and get out of gear. We need to drop down and really drop our systems into healing and nourishing because the barrage, I mean, you're trying to cross the street and some truck just, you know, gases right next to you. All that diesel smoke is neurotoxic, endocrine disruptor, nasty chemicals that just made your body have to go into like overdrive to detox itself, right? But you're saying, I don't got time for that. You know, this light's about to turn and I got to grab my coffee and get to my next meeting, right? And so we never stop. We never slow down. We never never let our bodies clear the toxins. We never let ourselves heal, and we don't have the, 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 the discipline to do so. Is there any wonder why we're all getting sick? Right. right. Oh, my goodness. You just brought up a really important point is that the, the parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous system, it's either or. One is on yeah. or the other is on. There is no, you can't straddle the fence here. Just, I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle. Mm -hmm. And that's so important for people to realize that how much time are you spending in the parasympathetic state, which mm -hmm. I often call the rest and digest. So we got the fight or flight and the rest and digest. Mm -hmm. All right. So that state is, and why it's so important to me and why I wanted to talk about this, when you're in that state, things just come to you, you know, yeah. you, you're more, you're more clear, you're oh, more yes. Yes. focused, you're more alive. Mm -hmm. This starts to add fuel to your own personal fire for you to accomplish all the stuff when you need to get out and use the valuable sympathetic nervous system to be aggressive and assertive and take care of business in the sure, world. Sure. But you don't have that mental space oftentimes mm -hmm. because you're constantly going, 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 going and, and burning the, the candle at both ends, as sure, they say. Sure. You know, so having a practice like this in our world today, unless you seriously are going to go out and live in a cave, which I'm not recommending that by <laughs> any means, we want to be a spiritual person in the world. That's right. You know, I am not of this world, but I am in the world, mm -hmm. you know. And, and, and carrying healing. that around with you. And you can develop that. Every single person listening to this today, you can develop that. And it just takes, this is why it's called a practice. Mm -hmm. 
right? So no matter what's going on around me, I still have that center. I still you have do. that peace. You do. This was totally foreign to me mm-hmm. before, mm-hmm. you know, but having that practice really changed me and changed sure. my blueprint. And and because of that change, you were able to change others. You're, we're talking about how you're getting healed from the inside and the parasympathetic nurtures and, and rests, but it also creates a greater presence of that in and around you yeah. so that you can also be that nurturing and rest and love for someone else. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. You rock socks, Jade. Ah, socks and shoes, baby. <laughs> so next question. Let's get a little bit more on the physical realm of this thing. Um, as soon as I think of hospitals, every time, as soon as I think of hospitals, I think I see these like big monster bugs with machine guns walking around, right? (laughs) Because I'm thinking about the super staff and all the different germs that are mutating and that are forming in hospital situations. But bacteria is so important that, you know, we've got so-called bad bacteria and good bacteria. But Pedram, can you please talk a little bit about what role bacteria plays with our health? Yeah, you know, when we started this, this human game, Right. We, we were, there was no separation between us and the natural environment. I mean, we lived in it. It wasn't like, oh, you know, let's, let's go out and take a hike. You know, a hike, you know, what we call a hike right now uh, to our ancestors was called walking. <laughs> you're always hiking. <laughs> you're, you're nature, right? It's just everything's nature. And so now we have to, like, go find nature because we've, you know, basically encapsulated it into little, like, parks and little parts of, you know, the, the world that, that, you know, are still allowed to, to, to kind of stay natural for a minute. And so the, the world that we come from, you know, when you're, when you're thirsty, you stick your head in the river and you drink. You find some food, you just pick it up and you eat it. You know, it's, everything has, uh, has bacteria on it. Everything, you know, bacteria are everywhere, right? And so what happened with us is we developed a symbiotic relationship. We have hundreds of millions of bacteria that are supposed to be in our guts. The seed colony we get comes through mom's vaginal canal on our way out, and that becomes the baseline of our immunity, of our histamine reactions, a lot of our psychological uh, profile. A lot of things come through the bacteria that we're finding right now. It's just a, it's a very interesting uh, field of research that is just kind of blossoming as we speak. And, and so what we're learning is that these bacteria um, are, are lending their genes to us, a, a large percentage of our own genomic experience expression isn't coming from mom and dad at all. It's coming from the bacteria that, that coexist with us, that symbiotically live in our guts, on our skin, in our vaginal canals, in our orifices, everything. I mean, these bacteria become our symbiotic partners or allies in life. And so the one thing that really shifted the, the, the paradigm of, of Western medicine and, and really started to kind of, uh, you know, make allopathy kind of, you know, get out ahead is the advent of penicillin and, and this, this really it's just a mold that, that was found to uh, kill bacteria. And at the time, it became a real problem because, you know, it, it became a real solution to a, a known problem because what happened was, you know, the advent of technology and the farming practices and all the things that kind of led us into uh, the, the societies and the cities that, that, we, that we kind of moved into created a public health issue. We were all living on top of each other. We didn't have good sewage and sanitation. So these, these bacteria got out of hand and proliferated into a place where we had, you know, the bubonic plague and all, all sorts of really bad things started happening. So, you know, antibiotics were a really cool thing. 
Um, but what happened is a really cool thing kind of went overboard when we started overusing them. We started using yeah. hand sanitizer on everything, and we started killing off, you know, what we call the C-section generation, and, and, and all these kids that are born, uh, you know, non-vaginally and are given antibiotics at birth, uh, killing off the good bacteria that are supposed to seed our immunity and seed our consciousness and seed our health from, from, from jump, really. All these things were killing off. Then what's happening is they're getting replaced by yeast. They're getting replaced by, by you know, different colonies of bacteria, the H. pylori's, and all these things that are leading to all these healthcare issues that we're seeing in in the clinics. And so, for me, that's a fundamental relationship that's missing between us and Mother Earth. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, up that relationship between ourselves and Mother Earth internally will also change the dynamic through which we see the earth and, and our ecology and our environment through our eyes. And we're less, I think we, we would be less likely to throw the chewing gum out of the car window mm-hmm. caring about who sees it or picks it up, right? And so I think that there's a real profound kind of spiritual connection there that's lost because of our, our separation from the bacteria that really are co-defining who we are. Yeah, I remember first um, being exposed to this idea uh, maybe eight years ago, listening to a lecture from Dr. Bruce Lipton. And just like it hit me like a ton of bricks, like we have upwards of 100 trillion cells that make us up. And we have upwards of 10 times more bacteria than human cells. So in essence, we're like more Mm -hmm. bacteria than we are like human Sean cells, you know, mm-hmm. and it's so fascinating that and you just said it. There's a, this symbiotic relationship, and it kind of gets disrupted in in many ways. And matter of fact, you just brought up the most important point, and I want I want you to give some insight into what to do about it. But in our world today, even though you know C sections, again, this is another uh, great invention. If there is a trauma, if there is a real emergency, but now it's something where people mm-hmm. set up an appointment yep. just so that they can have their baby or Doctors are quick to Very to go quick. that route mm-hmm. because you know there is there's more money in it. Number one, but money. yeah, and also of course it's convenient. Sure, you know, but our kids are missing out on getting that initial download. Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, that kind of formatting disc, you know, for their immune system. So for people to understand, your immune system, what we're talking about here, it's not just oh, it's oh, it's immune system. It helps us from not catching a cold. Your immune system is what helps your body to defend against cancer cells. We're talking about being able to protect you from viruses and, and diseases and illnesses. Yes, mm-hmm. that's what's going to keep you alive. It's this infinite intelligence that we need to get through that experience. Now, Pedram, can you talk about what to do? Because there's going to be a lot of people hearing this who missed out on that when they were born or they had just yep. have kids and they missed out on that. So what do we need to do in sure. that case? Sure. Yeah, good question. Um, you know, well, first of all, Bruce, I mean, Bruce is in the Vitality movie. I mean, yeah, there's, he's yes. got a lot to say about this stuff, and he's, he's a great guy. And so one of the things that I look at with re-inoculation, first and foremost, is, look, you could re-inoculate till the cows come home. You could spend hundreds of dollars a month buying expensive bugs and, and dropping them into your gut and still not fixing things if you don't fix the way you combine foods. If you're having all the ketchup on your on your meats, if you're having all the sauces that contain all of the high allergy, high inflammation foods. And one of the things that I uh, talk about a lot in in the content that we do, and and it's just something I can't overemphasize, is your energy gets drained in your gut. 
So the, what we consider the inside of our body, the gut that goes all the way through from the mouth to the anus, if you follow that track all the way down, that's actually the outside of your body, right? That's a tube that's considered the outside of your body, and the food travels through there and gets absorbed and then gets excreted and goes out. But the interface between the inside and the outside of the body, the gut lining, is really where the rubber hits the road, and that's where the immune system is the most active, trying to distinguish molecules that are you know, friend or foe. And so when we're eating gluten, when we're eating casein, when we're eating genetically modified foods like soy, corn, uh, canola, uh, alfalfa, things, things that have been modified, the body does not recognize these foods as food. Therefore, will oftentimes in many patients mount an immune response and say, hey, this is something we don't recognize. It must be a bad guy. Let's get it. And so all of our energy goes into this inflammatory process of trying to like fight and, and or absorb or deal with these foods that our body doesn't like. And that inflammatory cascade creates an environment where the good bacteria cannot relax, yeah. you know, rest and digest. So if you take out the bad foods and you start eating healthy, organic produce that's not genetically modified, and then you start re-inoculating with, with gut bacteria, you know, the, the, the Estophilus bifidus, some of the, the, the formulas that are out there in the stores, then it sticks, and then it keeps, you have to keep doing it. You know, the, the, one of my big contentions with the health industry is that, you know, everyone wants, like, everyone goes, okay, you know what, it's bikini season, it's on. Right, and they go get a trainer, they, they, they starve themselves, they do all this stuff, they get into like the bikini, they take a couple pictures feeling good about themselves, and they go back to the cheesecake, right? Or, hey, you know what, I'm going to go fix my gut. You know, you do it for a month, and then you go back to eating, you know, the, the, the cornflakes. Right. And, and, and so the contention that, that I think people need to understand when we're talking about all this is health isn't a diet. I don't like the word diet mm. because it, it, it implies that it's something that you're doing temporarily. It's got to be the way you live. And right. once you understand that, then everything changes. Yeah. Everything changes. You're constantly healing and nourishing your gut because that's where your body extracts energy. You're constantly eating the right things because that's what makes the cells that become who you are. And that's what, the, that, that's what feeds your future. It's what feeds your generations to come. And it also becomes what feeds the vehicle that carries you through to your destiny if you understand that, you know, there, there might be some meaning and purpose in this thing called life and maybe we got, you know, we got things to do in this life other than sit around and feel tired and sick and, and, and not well. Yeah. Wow. I love that answer because it, you just said it's, this isn't a, this allopathic thinking still of that. I'm just going to go take a bunch of probiotics and it's going to be all good. No, it's a holistic approach to this, you know, making sure that we have our nutrition dialed in and our, and our movement and of course, yeah, we can bring some of that stuff into the mix, but that's not what's going to do it. You've got to create the right environment. Mm. I love that. That is awesome. So, Pedro, I guess this would be a great place to, to you mentioned Bruce is even in the movie. Talk, tell us about the movie and where can everybody go and grab this? Yeah, absolutely. The movie is called Vitality. Uh, it's all over the place. You get it on Amazon, iTunes, it's uh, you know Netflix. It's all over the place. Um, or you know, uh, well.org is our site, and you have well.org/vitality, and you know you can do the stream it there. You got DVDs and all that, and everything we do helps kind of support local community initiatives and all that. Uh, the movie is doing really well. I mean, I got the country of Namibia, where the Ministry of Agriculture and Education are getting the movie to every child in the country to see because wow. it's that important. Oh you know, goodness. we're we're working with Be Strong Families in Illinois and. 
and you know they're giving it to all of the families, tra- you know, kind of teaching them how to coexist with with you know how to how to be healthy and how to help their kids, you know, not get into trouble and and and, and live correctly. And so the movie's doing some very very powerful things, and. Um, we have, you know, the Institute for Functional Medicine, uh, ACAM, a bunch of these big kind of MD organizations are also supporting the movie because they really, you know, enjoy the message and they feel like it's what people need to know. So I highly encourage people to see it. Uh, we made it for, you know, your average American who needs to understand these things. We didn't make it too nerdy. Uh, we, 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 you know, we tried to keep it so that it's entertaining and punchy so that, you know, you get in and get out. You know, it's 54 minutes. Uh, you walk away in, enriched and, and hopefully what you do is you share the gift of vitality, you kind of share it with the people in your life that, that need to hear this message. And, you know, the thousands of emails I get every month, you know, thanking us for making it and asking us what to do next has, has really kind of uh, led us to create a whole bunch of other resources and things on well.org to support people and give them the tools they need to get healthy, stay healthy, fall out of that system of the broken medical system, get out of the slavery model and, and you know, kind of really just say yes to life, you know, step back into to, to the energy of life and understand how, how wonderful life can be when you're not struggling and, and, you know, dealing with things that are really preventable. Wow. Everybody, we're going to put it in the show notes, of course, but head over to well.org and you can get more information there. But I'll put a direct link to the movie in the show notes. And everybody, we've got to make a big push to get this movie out there into more hands and understand how powerful that we all are in spreading this message. Because I know a lot of people who are fans of the show. Sometimes you might feel like you're on an island. You know, you're the healthy one. But get this, this is why tools created by people like like you, Pedram, are so valuable because, yes. you know, we're a very visual culture, the multimedia, that whole thing. So actually seeing a movie and a good movie can change somebody's paradigm for yes, sure. So thank you so much for creating that. And Amen. Amen to that. And that's, you know, and that's really it. You know, when people watch it and some people, if you already know a lot of this stuff, great. This was created for the 10 people in your life that need to know it. Right. There you go. True that. It's to well, help you. <laughs> what, what I always ask my guests is, it's a very important question for me, which is, what is your model for for healthy living? You know, what model are you here to set? What example are you here to set for other people, Pedram? You know what? Vitality is about how we live, right? So for for me, it's a model of empowerment, of living it, being it, and sharing it, and helping really uh, the people that are responsible for delivering it, the farmers, the, the, the doctors that are doing the right thing and putting our cameras in the spotlight on the people that are the, the real heroes in our culture. You know what? I'm so sick and tired of the Kardashians and the idiocracy that's on TV. And, you know, you are what you eat. So if you consume information from people that are here to help you, you will find that your life gets better. If you consume food from people who are producing it with love and, and respect and reverence for the earth, you will feel the difference. And for me, it's about really, you know, locking arms with my brothers and sisters and saying, look, this is our world. This is our children's world. Let's 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 take it back. Mm. You heard it here, folks. That's right. Dr. Pedram Shojai, what a wonderful show. Thank you. Your wealth of information. I appreciate you so much. And Everybody, definitely go and check out Vitality. It's yes. going to be a groundbreaking, game-changing movie for you and the people you care about. So thank you so much for coming on today, Pedram. Sean, Jade, thank you very much. It was a pleasure. It was real fun hanging out with you guys. Thank you so much. 
All right, everybody, take care and make sure to share the show. We'll talk soon. And make sure for more after the show, you head over to theshawnstevensonmodel.com. That's where you can find the show notes. And if you got any questions or comments, make sure to let me know. And please head over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and let everybody know that our show is awesome and you're loving it. And I read all the comments, so please leave me a comment there. And take care, everybody. promise to keep giving you more powerful, empowering, great content to help transform your life. 